episode 49 of Inside the Cage, being recorded live in Copenhagen International Airport. So apologies for any interruptions by flight announcements or anything like that. Um, before we do it as a week and a... Something different. Something fun. So, Scott and Mark with you, as usual, guys. Um, we have just completed our weekend in Copenhagen at UFC, and it was some weekend. Oh, what a brilliant, man. Copenhagen's a good city, man. Uh, people are brilliant. Fans are mental on the night in the arena, weren't they? That's some yeah. arena, boy. Arena's brilliant. Dalby was ridiculous, man. Yeah, was the noise when Dalby we came out was, it was frightening. Great night. The fights were... We, think, we, we talked about this before, and we said that the fights were very well matched. Brilliant matches. And that, it's testament to the fact that like, the first six or something were decisions mm-hmm. only like one one um, stoppage which was um, Jack at the start and then I'm sure there was like three or four decisions in a row ah, and then you had John Phillips and John Phillips so the John Phillips fight you literally didn't ever stop so like, kind of like basically all of the fights were really well matched from a casual's point of view and maybe not going to enjoy that so much ah, there's maybe not the names on it you're yeah. for a card but even was... even the headline names were difficult because even then some guys don't know who they are so yeah. but Oh, mate, it was definitely worth making the trip. Absolutely superb, it's brilliant. Expensive weekend, right enough. But it's not a cheap city, is it? When you're six, seven pound for a pint, easy. It's I know, I know, but it makes it a weird weekend. But it's absolutely brilliant. brilliant. If any of you were here, we hope you enjoyed it, real guys. Um, so we'll run through, we'll run through quickly through um, the Copenhagen card. Um, start from the top. Big in the massive win for Jared Kinnear. Massive. Finally, pronounced his name right. By the way. I'm going to say I predicted that. I know you did. I know you did. Um, I, was, I, 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 was I, don't think, I don't think I saw a lot of people seen it coming for Canada, yeah. I really don't. Not against Hermanson. Um, Not against. I didn't. I just thought Hermanson was a different animal now from like, like 18 months ago. I thought he was a completely different animal. He was relentless in his last couple of ones. He'd been superb, and he looked a bit slow out the gates here, man. Just didn't look like Hermanson. Fair play, Canada. Well, that's probably the first round. It wasn't too bad. I thought. It still wasn't Jack. Jack. He couldn't get a takedown. Canada's defence against takedown was absolutely superb, man. He was, he Jack, really was defending that well. Jack Hermanson is relentless and he didn't seem like that for me. I think no. he seemed a bit sluggish. But hey, listen, well done to Jared. I know he's been through a lot and it's good for him. Dangerous fight for Hermanson to take because obviously the rankings. Well, we said this when it was first around. Like, Why is he taking this fight? It's a dangerous fight to take and this is going back a position now. Dan Hardy asked him this question. He said, listen, Why did you take this? Why did he? he said, listen, I want to fight. I don't really mind. And fair play for taking a fight. It's a tough fight to take. He's a bit of a disappointing ending to a great card that seemed to just kind of I think for the event in the arena and for all the fans in the arena a man seemed really had to win I don't even think it was really that mate I think it was just it was it was very quiet it just kind of happened it didn't really there was not much I think everybody was in shock it's a shock that a man seemed to beat because I was actually quite surprised the support the other Nordic fighters got Mm. Alexa Hermanson Landsberg Landsberg obviously she's from Malmo right across the water it's not that far Pretty away yeah it's not that far away at all I was surprised at the kind of reaction they got I thought the Danes had been very much Danish su- fighters and that's surprised that. by Hermanson's reaction um, but I was I mean you got a better reaction than Manson did I spoke about that outside getting back on Manson do you know what I mean so talking about um, Mr Marco Madsen um yeah, no, maybe. I mean, he wasn't fighting, he wasn't fighting anything. I bet you a fucking... Sheep, you said a sheep. Did I say a sheep last night? Last night you said you'd have been better as well, giving him a sheep to smash. Okay, I was going to say, I was going to say a blow-up doll or something tonight, but it's... Look, no offence to Daniel Barardo. He's not on that level. Mark Madsen is one of these guys who's just a level above with one certain skill, and... I'd have rather seen him fight Jack Hermanson last night. They're a better fight. I know different weight classes, but you understand the type saying. of fighter. See, Mark Madsen, like, it's weird. He's so good at wrestling, he only needs to be an average puncher to do well in this. 
Does because if he can get something on the ground and pin them down and then punch him three times in the face, if it's three good punches, the ref's going to stop that, and that's exactly what happened, mate. And I first said, mate, that's what he done, and he got the fun. He was like, a After a minute, game was over, fight was done. It was a waste of time. I, was, was, I said that, I, I put it in fact, if you go on our Instagram, you see the post I put on, I put on big wows. It's one of these things in Scotland, you just say it, it's like big wows, well done, you, you've done something that you expected to do in the first place. Ah, exactly. It means nothing for me, it does nothing for Marco Madsen going forward, but. Um, fair play on me with it won his fight can't really argue too much about it there was some surpri- surprises on this card the next three like uh, OSP Kutalaba and Ab- for me Burns were a surprise like, I, I wasn't would- totally surprised with Burns I know but I think a lot, I think even deep down you probably, you probably would have thought you know what Gunny might Gunny's a, an actual natural welterweight he's had a full camp you're thinking Gunny's going to smash him but well, I'll tell you how splat I was on, on my predictions on Instagram about Gunny on my bet, my back pocket, I'd, I'd go with Burns. Yeah. I didn't really know it could have went either way for me. As I'm saying, it's probably a shot. Like most people probably would have thought Gunny would have done that. Same with Kutalaba versus Rountree. Nobody's seen Kutalaba taking on Gil Rountree. I'm, I actually wasn't sure about that one, to be honest, because Kutalaba was really fancy Rountree. I was disappointed in Rountree, man. I was really surprised by OSP. Um, I'm shocked the OSP, but I usual thought was going to fucking smash him. Mm, there were some Polish boys sitting along for us, man, and they were not happy. They were, they were literally in the middle of shouting, Mika, Mika, and they get submitted. Yes. And they literally just went from screaming to absolute silence. silence. It was and dead like silence, dead, man. Dead stares. It was really funny, man. I was, we talked about the crowd reaction with the Polish boys. Gunnar Nelson, when the actual score got announced, mm. the crowd were angry about it. Yeah. But me and you sitting there exactly said exactly the same thing. Mm. He didn't win a fight. No. He lost two rounds in that fight, 100%. So Definitely. it was weird, the crowd reaction. It was, you'd think they'd have noticed that. The very poor attempts at the Icelandic Viking Club as well. Oh, that was... Like, you'll see, again, put it on Instagram. Put it on the Viking Claps on Instagram. And it was, it was poor. It really was poor. It wasn't the Motherwell boys, put it that way. Motherwell boys started that, and it just wasn't them. Talking of a shock decision in the room, this other decision wasn't a shock decision in the room, but it was a shock decision for you and me. Nicholas Dalby, or Dalbu. 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 Um, beating Oliveira on points. Yeah, I was surprised, did I really... For me, I thought, or if I had that, he, had a, he got a takedown in the third, and I thought that maybe would have just, I thought that sealed the deal for him. I'm yeah. sure Dalby won the first, Alex won the second. I'm pretty sure Olivier won the third. I would have agreed with you, to be honest. I was surprised when I knew that Dalby, like, really surprised. I was surprised. Um, you know, proper surprised. Um, so it was brilliant, but because it got the reaction when he did in the crowd, it got a bit of hype about it. It was first fight on the main card. Every day was buzzing, man. The place oh, the, exploded. When, it was just amazing. Um, the pictures, like some great pictures. Again, seen them on Instagram. Some of the pictures absolutely brilliant was, from the night. It was good. To, it was good for me to get a win, but I just I don't want to be that guy that you know buzz kills on, you know the, the night for the, the Danish fans. Of course was, not. I think they needed that, but I gave it a kickstart and get it going because I think up to that point, um, things really weren't going way well. All right, oh, sorry. There was no Danes. There was no Danes at that point. I needed that kind of restart. I needed that kind of push button just to go bang, explode. Let's explode the night and let's just get it started. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Dalby gave it that. For me, it was the home crowd won it from. Yeah. I, I, I think know. the reaction at the end won it for Nicholas Dalby. Fair play, Dalby was on top at the end of the round, but I don't think after the first four minutes of the third round was all a little for me. Controversial comment coming. Do. You think you just said obviously you think the fan won it. Do you think Mexico played a wee bit into the mindset perhaps of judges thinking this crowd have been absolutely fucking manic for Dalby? They booed a fighter in Alex Cabo Oliveira 
I would never say boo to a goose. They shook hands, they were pleasant. Oliver was dancing, he was having a great time smiling, he wasn't bad to the crowd, he didn't slag off Denmark. Yeah, they booed him to fuck. Do you think, honestly, the judges were going, this is tight, we could swing this Dalby's way, just because of that, because the place would have went absolutely mental. I don't mate. think so. I don't think it was because of that. I think they were going off the crowd's reaction to certain things within the fight. So then they, they, did, they kind of just went with the crowd because... I don't think it was anything to do with Cowboy. No. Yeah. No, I don't think it's anything to do with Cowboy. It was just was more like just about Mexico last weekend. Also, there was chaos. Yeah. Maybe that's in the back of the minds of the, the judges. I'd be surprised if that is affecting your judgment, but I'd be, it shouldn't. If it does, then there's something wrong. Or maybe have they been told, if this is close, give it to Dalby? Because of the potential issues with the crowd. I don't think the Danes would have kicked off as bad as the Mexicans. They're certainly about different types of people. Mexicans are very passionate in a different way. The Danes were very quiet and well-behaved, but I don't know, it just wasn't... Just a weird one for me. I always really wanted Dalby. When we were in the arena, we were a party. You know, we spent the weekend in. We're surrounded by Danes and they were all We are right? European, so yeah. like, we would always support a European fighter, but I just don't think he won that. I don't think he won it. I, was, I like these call out then, but. Oh, him and Mike Perry would be amazing. That would be tremendous. I think Mike Perry knocks him the fuck out. Mate. Yeah, I think Mike Perry knocks him Like, for me, Dalby's brilliant in Cage War level. Very, very good fighter in Cage War level. Stepping into the UFC is a totally different ball game. I don't think I'll ever break into the top 15 for me. What's his fight deal? Three fights? It's going to be three fights, isn't it? I would think it was three fights. So that was a close win against a good opponent. Maybe even, you could say, thin win. If he fights Mike Perry and gets the win, that totally changes everything for Dalby. That might oh, automatically get him a contract. For me, it would get him a start fighting, wasn't he fighting much, and he ended up getting knocked out in his third fight. Definitely. This is the whole point why they gave him Cowboy. I think the whole point is he's been in the UFC, he doesn't need to be shitty tune up fights like Marco Manson. No, he, he, like you said, you've seen some of his Instagram posts, it's like, nice to be back in here, it's good feeling, it, it feels fight. at home again. It's he wants, I think the UFC have said, listen, you've been here before, we don't need to give you tune up fights. No. So you're fighting, you're going to, if you want to make a move at this division, we're going to give you guys there or thereabouts. Yeah. As you said, you said on Saturday night, last night, sorry, that. Oliveira's just outside that 15. He's almost like a gatekeeper for the 15. Yeah, for me, he's a gatekeeper for the 15. So basically. beating Oliveira puts you, you know, in to get maybe looking at somebody. I don't know if I, I can't don't remember if Perry's ranked, but... I don't know if he is either. Um, I just think, for me, he's got to have somebody outside that top 15 again. Yeah. Because it wasn't... As much as it was a unanimous decision, it wasn't a unanimous win. No, not for me, no. It wasn't a case of, oh, I thought, yes, Dalby definitely won that fight. Fighting Dalby would be bright. That's what I was fighting Perry with Brown. I don't think it'd be brilliant to see him they fight. You know, I'd love to see him fight him and Gunny. Aye, that, that could be an option. Maybe then. after the Perry fight, if he gets Perry first, or Gunny, because Gunny's quite highly ranked. So fight Perry, if you beat Perry, and have a European showdown. Imagine a fight between Gunnar Nelson and Nicholas Dalby. I know they're probably they can, they can do that. quite good they, pals because they're having burgers today. We've seen it on their Instagram. I don't know if they'd fight each other. That's why there was ones up there. If UFC offered the two in the contract, nah, fuck it. Let's well, if UFC Glasgow next year, they could do that in Glasgow. Yeah, man. That's Definitely. a shout. Okay. Jojo headlines that that's a cool man or something like that. The brilliant man. What about the prelims? There was some I mean, great performances on it. Nordia was absolutely superb, man. Not totally boss behind his adder. Uh, Landsberg was brilliant. Jacasey was brilliant. Talking of like controversial decisions and also Dalby, also not being Oliveira. Muradov did not beat Alessio de Quirico. No, that was so, so tight. And you seen that. Uh, uh, we gave it a draw first. Obviously, the draw was totally no, that wasn't That wasn't that one. I was. No, it was Chikika Chikadze. It was a draw. Oh, yeah, so it was. It wasn't that one. Sorry. It was a Davis fight. Again, that was a dodgy decision as well. 
for me. But yeah, that one, really could went, that, that one could have really went out of the way. But I thought, that you, I thought in my head that Kirikou had won. Yeah, I thought when they announced that, I was really, really surprised at that. Really surprised. Yeah, that's said to Kirikou as well. So. It's a good performance on this one. John Phillips knocking out Avadovsky was a bit of a shock. I'm Fucking, surprised with that. Looks like an absolute nothing punch. Looks like he tickles his beard and he just falls. Um, Jack Shore. Jack Shore was immense, by What a performance. And then I said, I said to, you, to, you, this, to you today... I was quite excited about Jack Shaw, but I think we've got to kind of rein it in a wee bit because we don't know how good Noel and Hernandez is. He I think Noel and Hernandez, I mean, think to do that one, I'm not a... Oh, see, two naked choked. I mean, it could have been you know, a 10-8, and then we did say one of the rounds could have been a 10-8, but... I think just to go in that level and to make your debut, first out... First fight. First out on the night. Away from home. I think the performance was sensational. Yeah, it was superb, mate. And Noel and Hernandez wasn't making his UFC debut. He's already fought in the UFC, so, yeah, Jack Shaw... I can only see good things for Jack. He's a very, very good fighter. As I said to you, what did I say on Saturday? Super fight, him and Nat Wood. Mm-hmm. It's a great night for uh, Europe, you know, mate. An absolutely yeah. brilliant night for Europe. You know, put some really good wins out. Well. Um, what about the bonuses on the night? There was no fight bonus, so it was four performances, and to be honest, Jack Shaw got one, which is brilliant. John Falks, that's entertainment value for 15 cents work. Um, OSP, it was good to see OSP fight like that to be fair. Cannon air, I'm not sure of, brilliant finish. But I don't know if it was a performance of the night. Do you look at Nordiev and how good Nordiev's performance was against Bahad Hazard? Landsberg, to come back from, Landsberg came back from getting beat 10-9 in the first round. She was one down. And then did a 10-8 mm-hmm. to Macy Shearson. She was Macy one. Shearson ended up with a 10-8 in one of the rounds. Yeah, because it was 29-27, 29-27, 29-28. So the judges had a 10-8. Definitely, mate. And after she got pumped in the first round, because Shearson had her the first round. So. And then we've discussed this before, if you go the distance, you don't usually get fight bonuses, yeah. uh, performance bonuses, which is really shitty, because people can put on an incredible performance, mm-hmm. and they just don't get a bonus, which is, it's pish, it is pish, I'm not denying it, but it's one of these things that happens now. Um, Overall, Great night, brilliant, and a great weekend. Honestly, guys, if you've never done a UFC trip, do one. Like honestly, it's amazing. Even if you just do the two days, you know, maybe on the Saturday for the event and leave the Sunday, whatever. If you can do it, we did. We came over on Friday, and we're leaving well a couple of hours from now. Right, right now, <laughs> um, it's it honestly is a great weekend. That's our third. We've done Glasgow, we've done London, and now we've done Copenhagen. So hopefully, we're slightly broadening our horizons. We hopefully, did one, did one, one at home, year. then one in the same country, and then now we're doing one away. So hopefully, we'll get one, you know, another one next year. Um, but yeah, really recommend. Probably nice. Really I, think, I think the UFC might come back to Copenhagen. I think with that reaction, the way everything's kind of went. If Dalby stays signing them, yeah. If Dalby stays signing them, definitely. I think it'd be good if they could get one more fighter. Denmark, Denmark, really, than our fighter of some sort of stature. Well. Should have missed the boat saying another one, but we'll talk about him later. Um, you want to do a quick run through a Bellator, or do you want to just discuss the brackets for the next world, the Grand Prix, or do you want to have a look well, at it? We'll quickly look at it because there were some decent fights on the night, um, and it was obviously you had your four featherweight thingies, and um, Daniel Fightchild beat Saul Rogers. We haven't seen any of these fight guys, so we really only can go with decisions and what's happening with the results. So we've seen maybe the odd knockout and stuff like that, but that's that. Um, Daniel Rigel beat Saul Rogers. Uh, Daniel Caldwell beat Henry Corrales. Pretty comfortable because of 20, 27, 30, 27, 30, 27. So that was three of the rounds for him. Yeah. AJ McKee went out and absolutely smashed Georgie Kiriakin in eight seconds. This, this boy, that's a wonder boy. This boy's a scary, scary boy. Don't know how good Georgie Kiriakin really is, but to do that at any level, I think it's impressive. Do you think it bugs me with this, right? I know Patricio was defending his belt, and I know that's a five round fight, but that's a bit shitty on. These on these guys are not 
what I mean? Like, they still be fighting the same fight for me. They still be, 50, they still be 25 minutes. Brilliant football. Do I finish that? Himself yeah, and finish it within five minutes. Go and gear selling easy night's work. I know, but what I'm saying is, they've fought, they two guys fought three rounds, and Arcoletta had to fight five. And they're all in the same tournament, that's what I'm saying, mate. That's like, that's like being in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. And Man United versus PSG is one fucking leg, but Barcelona versus Juventus is two legs. It's not, it's not fair, like. But that is a title fight. I get that. And that. We'll make the rest of them five rounds. It's not going to happen. Um, well, I, I don't know. you make the five five, five, five rounds? That's 25 minutes fight. I know, mate, I'm just saying. That's two other fights. I'm just saying. I don't know the FPC. It's no fair. See, by, see, Patricio wins every round. See, by the end of it, he'll have fought almost like 10 rounds more than the rest of the guys, which is shit when you think about it. It's part of being a champion. No, I don't know, but I just, nah, I don't know. I don't know. You, could, you, could, you could have, like, see, because it's in this bracket, yeah. it's in a featherweight bracket, which is fair enough, right? But you could have these four guys. These um, Patricio could do four fights in the next year. I've had these title four times and go that five rounds every time, twenty minutes, mm. twenty five minutes every time. So that's two hours of fine or whatever it is. Now AJ McKee's come through, beats four guys on first round fights, then goes in it. It doesn't because matter. It's a competition for that belt, and they're all in the one competition. It's always a competition. I know, but I know just because I don't know. I just think it's a bit shit. But I was surprised with Pitbull. I'm not saying I'm surprised that he won. I was surprised how easily he won. Yeah, I thought Arcoletta would be a problem for I him. thought Arcoletta was th- a major problem with I thought Arcoletta was a genuine, genuine problem at that, in that weight class. But it could just be that Pitbull's miles ahead. We have said before that Pitbull's miles ahead. We have said it before. No, it He's possibly, pit- potentially one of the best featherweights well, in the world. We put him in the top five in the world, didn't we? So at least. At least. Um, so in, in, in all organisations. So definitely. He's up there. Um, Robert, my boy. Smashing the... I think smashing's a bit thingy, but it's a split decision. Yeah, I'd like to watch it. I'd yeah, like I think I'm going to try and watch that back. Because, because the fact that one of the judges gave it... 327 for Masasi. 327 for Masasi, and then 29-28 for Machida, which is two rounds of a difference. Yeah. That's big. That's so big. I, I need to see this fight. Yeah. Um, I really want to see how that went down and how the decisions went. Um, but the, room, the main reason we talked about Bellator tonight was because we want to talk about the lineup. So they did this new thing. Mark tried, Mark tried to explain it a few weeks back on the pod, and basically said that what the guys do: the, the eight winners draw numbers, and then whoever's got number one gets to pick the date they fight. So there's four months. It was December, December January, February, March, March, right? So they got to pick where they wanted to fight. Now I don't know which order these came out. I cannot remember for life me which way they came out, but. What we've ended up with is in December you've got AJ McKee versus Derek Campos, you've got in January Caldwell versus Boric, February you've got Vigil versus Sanchez, yeah, and then March you've got Pitbull versus Cavalio. Um, now, so the interesting thing here was that this morning we had three full fights, and the space was uh, in December against Campos. No, wasn't it? It was because AJ got moved. Was no, it wasn't oh, no, it? sorry, it was um, Boric. Well, sorry. Uh, nobody, was, nobody wants to fight nobody Adam Boric. Nobody wants to fight Boric. Nobody wants to fight Adam Boric. Pat Bill came down. Boric basically picked first. Um, no, AJ picked first. No, sorry, or was it a cold? No, no. AJ picked first. I know, I mean, like, of that fight. So Boric was in there first, wasn't he? Yeah, Boric picked January. So that's what I'm saying. Boric picked January, and then obviously um, January was left because Caldwell had picked he the fight March. Carvalho. Or Carvalho had picked the fight call, yeah. whatever way it was. But in Pitbull was given special treatment. And nobody knew this. At the end, they basically said, right, because you've got championship, you can basically wreck this. You can pick whatever you fight, want to fight. Um, do you want to fight? Basically, you're picking who you want to fight and when, basically. And um, he kind of, because he was supposed to fit in against Boric, 
but he said, oh, I've got an injury, I'm going to fight in March. And then he proceeded to say, which one of you two want to fight me? And obviously, um, Darren Calder was doing all that about a lip going, I'll fucking fight you, man, let's do it, I'll fight you, I'll smash you. And he basically, I don't know what he said, Pitbull went, aye, you're a, you're a twat, I'm fighting. I'm surprised, him. actually, I thought Pitbull was going to fight Pitbull. I don't think he did. I don't, I think Cavalier's actually an extremely hard fight. I don't think Cavalier's had any credit yet. Um, is he better than Arcalera? No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying... It's an easier fight. Oh, he's probably, for me, he's probably the third easiest fight in the card. Which is, there's five other guys that, <laughs> that people did not want to fight. Do I mean, which is fair enough, I get it, man, I get it, but none of them had any balls, because none of them wanted to fight each other. No, the first four picked it. The first four literally picked AJ picked first, Boric picked then. It was Caldwell, and then it was Sanchez. That was the first four out, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and eventually went down, and Gampos had to pick DJ, uh, AJ. Caldwell originally, uh, Carvalho originally picked Caldwell to fight, and then Vigil picked Sanchez to fight. Yeah. And obviously Pitbull came out and shake that up a bit. But it's made four brilliant fights. Can't wait for four fights. It's got to be superb, man. Um, Gutted they're all separate months. They should be like two of them could have been on the same card. Yeah, I thought that myself. It seems strange that you're going to have the AJ McKee and Campos now have to wait until the end of March just to find out who they're going to be fighting potentially. Which, I would like to think maybe they'll split them maybe two weeks apart, maybe different months. Like, be two weeks end, of Jan- end of December, start of January, end of February, start of March. But then again, it's still three months, two and a half months. You know, it's a long time. It's almost a full camp. It's um, weird, but yeah. That was why I wanted to mention Bellator because, as you say, it's four great fights. Mate, so but it made, it made absolutely four brilliant fights. It has been super. Yeah. yeah. Anything from Cage Warriors this weekend that you want to discuss? We haven't really seen. I, obviously, because we only recorded we're recording on Sunday night in Copenhagen, so we've not really had the chance to see much, guys. Um, but which, you know, if we try and cover as much as we can, um, obviously for you guys because we want to share everything with you. But um, you know what end you want to share for two or seven? As you say, we haven't seen much of this. Um, I've seen a couple of things on Facebook this morning. They put their stuff up on Facebook. Uh, the only thing I would say is Donovan Dez made a great rear near Cherokee choke versus Tim Barnett. I absolutely prefer you need to try and see this if you can see it. Um, the, other, the only other thing i actually seen was Tim As- uh, Tom Aspinall, so sorry, um, who I thought was supposed to be in da- uh, Darren Till, was supposed to be in his corner last night. Well, Darren Till was in uh, Copenhagen. Darren Till was in Copenhagen because we've seen him at the event and we've seen him today wondering about Copenhagen. Fact. No. He came past. He came flying past us on our electric scooter, uh, causing chaos as usual with Darren Till. But we've seen him. I uh, was on the night as well. Jojo, him, Leon, Glenn and Edwards. Do you mean? Um, we'd be um, crowd there. I saw us four good fighters together. Do you know what I mean? Um, oh, Europeans. But Tom Aspinall, um, I that was a great punch. Um, big boy was fighting Mikael Ben Hamuda. Didn't look up too much for what I've seen, but it only took 35 seconds, so I think it was a couple of punches took him out of the game. I think it was one of these ones, let's kind of back uh, thing of the home crowd, make sure the home crowd get the one they want. So, um, But I'm sure if you can catch up with Cage Warriors, there'll be some brilliant fights on it. There always is, we always say there's some superb fights. So um, I'm going to try and catch up with myself tomorrow and see what I can see. So. Okay, so now that we've had a, a very brief look back at the weekend, we're going to take a look forward to this weekend and another trip to Oz for the UFC yeah um, yeah, and UFC 243 from the Marvel is it the Marvel Arena or is it the Marvel Stadium Marvel Stadium Marvel Stadium in Melbourne Melbourne yeah um, 50 or thousands one of it that's fine well the Australians do hold a record for the biggest crowd when um, yeah. Rousey home um, to the whole thing about this card and I'm absolutely gutted yeah absolutely gutted so that's probably a good time to mention. Yeah. We'll be having a 
probably a four four week break. Guys. Small sabbatical. Um, just to kind of get our stuff together. Mark's going to be in honeymoon for four weeks to Australia. I know you guys are thinking the same as me. Selfish bastard. I'm a selfish bastard. I'm sorry. I, I can't help it. Um, but Mark's going to be for four weeks. So we're going to take a wee break of this. Give us some time. We put some effort into it, maybe taking things forward a wee bit with it. So we need to kind of upgrade a few things and get things sorted a wee bit more. So, so but Mark is flying to Melbourne, Melbourne on, on Saturday. Saturday. But misses this because he arrives in the morning of the Sunday. Monday, Monday morning it is. Oh, because you're forward. Because you're forward, like 12 hours. So he leaves, he leaves Glasgow on Sunday night. Saturday night. Sorry, Saturday night, he technically misses everything. In fact, you'll, you'll be flying when this is on, you'll not even get to see No, it. shouldn't you be? Because we're on Saturday night. Which is 10, if we're 10 hours ahead of us, then it'll be on Saturday morning. So I'll see you on Saturday morning. Oh, fuck is it? So you won't watch it? Should we be flying when it's on? I know, but I wanted to be there. Aye, well, I could have been there. I'm in Melbourne. I could have been in Melbourne. Yeah, the, timers, the timers are like basically day the wrong way for a big oh, um, Absolutely. I'm, I'm absolutely delighted. I'm not going to lie because if you had went to that, I think I'd never have ever spoken to you ever again. Yeah, that's true. You probably I have. would never have spoken to you ever again. That show would have been dead, I think, if I'd been to that fight. be dead. I would never speak to you ever again. But, um, um, yeah, it's not... I don't want to shy all over it because there's obviously fighters making a living on this card and there's some good fighters, but it's a, not a great card. No, it's very poor. For a pay-per-view, this is a poor, poor card. Um, don't get me wrong, your two or three fights you've got at the top are actually pretty good, I would say. Um, also, what I could have sat in your super, but we cannot wait to watch super it. Super fight, man. Super I fight. cannot wait to watch it. This is two proper I'm just excited to see what I could defend his belt. That he hasn't defended yet. He has or defended it. No, he never. No, he did. No, he did. No, he never, because Romero must wait. Oh, I said that. He's never defended his belt, mate. He's never. He was supposed to. We were supposed to fight and then he got injured as well. Gaston, remember? We were supposed to fight Gaston. Yeah, I remember So that. he's never defended his belt. And I like Robert Whitaker. He seems like a nice enough guy, but he hasn't. He never won it and he hasn't defended it. So he's been carrying about this belt for the best part of what is it? Some super like two years and he's never actually. Eighth of July, you won an interim belt. Eighth of July, went two thousand seventeen. So he's basically been holding it for over two years and he's never defended the belt. Mate. It's quite funny. The middleweight belt has not been defended in, like, since um, Brisbane GSP. To be fair, it's been an absolutely shocking division for the last couple of years. I'm just buzzing to see it. I'm buzzing to see them fight. Um, I don't know which way it's going to go. I keep saying that, you know, Rab Whitaker maybe isn't as good as people say he is, but I've heard some people say, and I've read some stuff online that say people are sleeping on Whitaker. Like, Whitaker is a dangerous, dangerous geezer. Some people absolutely love Whitaker. I think he's fucking the next best thing. He's one of the best pound for pound fighters on the planet. I've yet to see it. I know, so man, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm maybe a wee, more, a wee bit more reserved about this because I was probably going to be saying, I don't think MD can touch Arasanya, but I don't know, mate. I'm starting to think there's something here. There's something behind these, these, these people saying this stuff. Like, you don't just. Because. I can understand Steve was a champion and defended it four times. Like, ah, oh, he's a champion. He'll beat Harrison, you bother. But he hasn't defended, he hasn't fought in ages and he hasn't never it's defended one his fight over two years. He's never defended his own belt. But yeah, people are still thinking he's going to fight, defeat a very, very, extremely good fight in Adesanya and a very active fight in Adesanya. So there's got to be something there. People are just saying that for the sake of I love it, really. I know you do. He's one of your boys. I know that. So, I don't know, I'm, I'm not really thirsty the way which way it goes. I probably would prefer Rob Whitaker. I'd like to see Rob Whitaker win it properly, because he never has. As a chap, probably come a proper chance. Yep, because he's, well, he's never won it, he's never defended it. Now he has a chance to win it and defend it at the same time. It's basically two interim champions fighting each other. Yeah, basically. But I'd like a chap. I know, but that's what it is. Obviously, Adesanya won his belt, um, won interim belt a couple of months back. He's now fighting the main man, Robert Whitaker, and it's, I just can't wait for this fight. I think it's going to be absolutely electric. The atmosphere in this stadium is going to be unbelievable. It's, it's, I can, it's going to be like in the morning, so I can actually go and watch it, sorry. 
Hej, kan du slå en af morgenen her? Hvor er vi nu, hvor skal jeg gøre? Det er en af morgenen. Kom her. Har man ikke nemlig opgivet op på en? Har man ikke opgivet til live? Hopefully, hvor skal vi måske være live? Men du siger, hvad jeg vil. Slapper van, der er en kart. Der er ikke mange navne. Der er en kart af navne, som jeg rekognisker. Nadia Kassem, hun har været i Montana del Rosa. Kali Taha, vi har set ham før. Obviously, one of my girls, Megan. Come on, hen. You can do it. I know you can. But there's nobody much else on here that I actually know, and that's Pete a shame. Matthews, Paul, the headline of the prelims, maybe don't laugh, and I know, kind of, and that Even then, the, cards, the guy Deagle, they must fight, and I've never heard of. No. Um, so, but there is one fight on this that has literally got fight of the year, potentially written all over it, and that's fucking Ally Equinter versus Dan This has got fucking amazing what? fight. This oh, is a This has got blood and guts and thunder written all over it. Hooker may not be the greatest fan of him, but you know one thing he has got? A fucking chin. He's got heart and he's got And so does Al. Al's from you, you know, it was a Brooklyn Queens or something he's from. Yeah, you know, he's, 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 mate, honestly, I'm so buzzing for that fight. That fight's got to be incredible. It's got to be absolutely amazing. It's got to be superb, I cannot wait. I wouldn't even want to pick a winner. No, like, I, I, like, I, I think literally one punch could end this fight for either fighter, and I don't think... I don't think somebody, one of the fights has got like, a skill that's better than the other one. It's not as if you could say, oh, Big Al's an absolutely incredible wrestler. But you can not look fuck. It's yeah. not. It's not like that. The two of them are just pure stand-up guys. Just wanting to not fuck. I, each I think the both of them can wrestle as well. That's the thing. I think the both of them have got good ground games. It's, they're very well matched. Talking about earlier on, we said all the matches at Copenhagen were great. That's Spot a great on. matchup. Ali Ali Aquina versus Dan Hooker's a great matchup. That's um, a great matchup. But yeah. Can anyway, um Tie two vases on this one. We'll see him drink it. Uh, Don't drink it. A shoe. Do a shoe. Do a shoe. That's a very Australian thing, isn't it? That's right. Uh, he's fighting uh, Sergei Spivak. Aye, uh, Tyson Spivak, which I think will be. Sergei had a good, a good run before he went into the uh, UFC. He was 9 and 0 before he went into the UFC. Um, fought Will Harris' debut. Will Harris that was won that fight. Will Harris started. He's true. Um, Will Harris won that fight. So I think this is, this again, probably got bombs written all over it. This is probably an absolute war written all over it. I think it'll be good to see. Yeah. Um, I'll be a heavyweight fight on it, so it should be good. Yeah, I'm involved in my but um, as you say, it's not a massively brilliant card, but I'm sure if the way the UFC has been going recently, the matchmaking has been superb. So I'm sure there's absolutely brilliant fights on it. Um, like Sir Justin Taffa, Jurgen De Castro, never heard of either guy, so I'm hoping that's going to be good. Callum Potter versus Mackie Pitolo. I know nothing about any of these guys. Literally, know nothing about any of them. So it'll be interesting to see how they go. So. Okay. Good man, exactly what One thing I will say about this is I'm absolutely gutted the whole home's not fine anymore. Oh, I she dropped out injured there? Eh? Yeah, she had to go out injured the kind of last bit of a week to go on to it, so mm-hmm. and supposed to be fighting Raquel Pennington, which I think they're a really, really good fight. It's just disappointing that she's had to pull out and it's just not happening now, so it is man, it is a shame because they're doing a good fight. Like like Holly fight Holly and also they love Holly Holm. And it was because she beat Rousey there. It was a Rousey thing, hang on. So it was just because it was such a shock. Basically, instant, instantly, everybody in Australia was all their own fan. It's not because she beat Rousey, but because she beat Rousey, if you know what I mean. Not because people hated Rousey, but because it was such a big shock that the world literally stood still. I remember it and going, nah, that was rubbish, but you see it, man, it was amazing. I know you've uh, obviously not had a full news week to go through your news, Mr. Man. So yeah, I've been away a couple of days. I've been working like mental, and obviously going away here. It's just kind of stick to the kind of bigger stories. Um, First one, biggest news of the week. Biggest news of the week. Finally, finally get the welterweight bout between Usman and Colby sorted. Thank, thank God, because Colby, I think, has been a bit. Uh, uh, this needs to happen, so it can happen, and then we can all move on with our yeah. lives. These two guys will probably never fight each other again, and that's probably the best way because. Try to make this fight. They've, tried, they've been trying to make this fight for ages, man. 
Sí, está, sí, así de Instagram, no, 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 Yeah, but because you're a twat, because you could give an interim belt. If it hadn't been given an interim belt, he'd still be a twat, but he wouldn't be asking for what championship money. I just think it's because of Colby being a twat. I don't, I don't, I don't think the interim belt's creating monsters. I think Colby... No, I, I never meant it like that. I just mean, he's the type of person that would cling on to something like that. He is probably one of the only ones, and I yeah. understand what you're saying. But what my would be is, he wouldn't do that if he wasn't given an interim belt. Which is just another but reason But then we didn't have a champion, we'd live out for a long time, I think. Yeah, true. I mean, he needs somebody. We need a champion. There's about like one Whitaker won his title as well. We didn't have a champion for ages and he won the interim belt. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's just one of these things. It's got to happen. There's going to always be interim belts. I'm never going to get rid of them. Ever. It just won't happen. Which is, is what it is. But. What else we got? Um, oh. Well, good thing about, well, last week, obviously, Rodriguez Stevens got stopped after like 30 seconds or something like that. He's been rebooked. Um, obviously, Ross, a beat versus. Calvin Carter on the UFC Boston card, which is now on the UFC Mexico card. Um, Moscow card, sorry. Is it? Now on the UFC Moscow card. So, Rodriguez Stevens has now been rebooked to be the co-main for UFC Boston, which I'm fucking delighted about because I really wanted to see this fight go longer than 30 seconds. Do you think it's a bit of a coincidence that Zabi got cancelled and moved to Russia? I think that's a bit coincidental. There's some suspicious about it, but I don't... I don't believe it was the UFC that done it. No, maybe Zabit is what I'm thinking. Right. Maybe Zabit thought, I want to fight you home here, I'm going to pack up a wee knock and try and get something moved. Um, so, I can't wait to see that be like brilliant. Um, the other thing that happened was, so ran back, signed with Bellator. So ran also back. We're in Denmark, so it was really big news in Denmark, and they was delighted for them. Um, so they signed with UFC. Possibly could have signed for UFC for this event for me. He's fighting, has the fight been announced? Yeah, kind of, it's November sometime, um, I can't remember who's fighting, but um, could you see him get a deal, because I think he deserved his deal with somebody, he definitely deserved his deal with a girl. I think he was done with Cage Warriors. Ah, definitely, I think he was. Um, your fa- one of your favourite fighters, if not your favourite, Brian Ortega. T-Sai, it's finally good to see him, he's going to be back in the octagon. He's this has been like the worst kept secret oh, it's been horrific, man. Uh, fighting zombie, in Busan, Korea. This is going to be electric, man. The atmosphere in that arena that night is going to be unbelievable and I cannot he's, wait he's to watch it. Um, but no, brilliant. Um, probably a few things I've missed, guys, but absolutely. That's, that's the kind of biggest ones this week that I can remember off time. I'm literally sitting here with a bit of pen and paper trying to remember what's happened this week. Yeah. Um, it's been a, a long weekend for us and it's been a good weekend and as I say, we don't recommend it more for you guys to come out here and do a, do a card so listen thanks so much for listening as always um, get us on the socials Inside Cage MMA Facebook, Twitter Instagram give us a like give us a follow um, we will see you in November when Big Mark's back in see you in a few weeks guys so enjoy a few weeks and we'll catch you when we're back see you later